Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. The Tiger Cats could not get the job done in Montreal, and some fans are throwing in the towel. The Fifth Quarter Podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford, and you're listening to 900 CHML online at 900CHML.com and on the Radio Player Canada app. Rick Samprin with you. It is a Montreal Alouettes victory and a huge one for those fans of the Owls, and it is a tough, tough defeat for the Tiger Cats and their fans. 23-16 the final. Montreal takes it at Percival Molson Stadium, dropping Hamilton to a record of 4-10. The Owls will uh, advance to 6-7, and and, uh, a a big win for Montreal on a number of fronts. Number one, there are two more points up in the standings. They now have 12, Hamilton with 8. They win the season series, which is huge if these two teams were to finish somehow with the same amount of points at the end of the regular season. Montreal would finish ahead of Hamilton. And the Tiger Cats still with that big, fat, ugly goose egg in the win column away from the donut box. Now 0-7 on the road. Number of issues tonight contributing to the loss. Dreadful second half in which this team scored only two field goals. Way too many penalties in this football game. A couple of bad decisions did not help things. And I thought the injury to Rodney Randall Jr. really took a lot of the steam out of this Ticats team. If there's one positive tonight, I thought the first half they were pretty good. Pretty good. Not sensational. But pretty good. The defense was playing well. Dane Evans was on point. They were, I thought, the better team in the first 30 minutes. Not so in the following 30. And when you look at the standings now, Hamilton being four points back of Montreal and four points behind Saskatchewan, who's currently in the crossover playoff spot, the rubber's hitting the road now. The rubber's hitting the road with four games remaining. This this Ticats team needs some help. Can help itself down the stretch, but they also need some help. And you don't want to be in that position with just a handful of games to go. We're going to open up the phones here at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell phone. We'll talk about tonight's game. We'll get your votes for player of the game. And I'll unleash mine on you now. I think this is pretty easy, at least from a Ticats scenario. I don't want to pick Eugene Lewis, although he was really good tonight, at least in the second half. But my player of the game is going to Wes Hills tonight. 10 carries, 61 yards, his first career touchdown in the Canadian Football League. A four-yard rumble in the second quarter to make it 7-0 for the Cats. And he was arguably the best Tiger Cat on the field tonight. So Wes Hills gets my vote. Tonight, who is your player of the game? Your thoughts on tonight's game? And the overwhelming question I want to ask you is, do you think this is it? Do you think that 
was it for the Ticats playoff hopes. Was this a must win? And now they obviously have the slimmest of hopes to get in. Are they done? Are you throwing in the towel? 905-645-3221, star 9900. The email is open, rick at 900chml.com. And we're on Twitter, as always. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Before we go to the phones, I do have a flood of email coming in, so I'm going to start with that. Uh, Anthony writes, hello, Rick. This is, without a doubt, the first time in many years I can say our defense cost us the game. They gave away too many penalties and big plays tonight. We also had way too many penalties tonight, well north of 150 yards, and is very unacceptable. No discipline at all today by the team. On offense, Evans looked really good again tonight, and if it wasn't for a few key drops from our receivers in the end zone and crucial second downs, his stats would have been even better, and we would have had a better chance to win. The rest of our season is going to be very tough, We never win in Calgary, and we need to win out the rest of the season. Thoughts and prayers with Randall Jr. Hope he's all right. Player of the game is Evans, Oski Wee Wee, Anthony. I just want to clarify, the Tiger Cats had 12 penalties tonight for 130 yards. Montreal penalized five times for 84 yards. Let's go to the phones, and at the top of the deck, Dave has called into the fifth quarter. Hello, Dave. Hey, Rick. How are you tonight? I'm okay. How about you? I'm okay. I just, <clears throat> excuse me, a few quick comments. I think the turning point in the game was Coach Steinhauer's terrible decision at midfield to go for it on third and two. I mean, the game is close. You're on the road. You're not at home, and you're not winning. Punt, and to keep keep your defense, put them on the field, keep Montreal deep. That was a terrible call. Absolutely terrible. I'm watching the game at home, and I couldn't believe he did that. Agreed. Secondly, the Ticats I, were winning at that point. It was 13-12 for Hamilton. That was a terrible call. That, that was a yep. game. In my opinion, that was a TSN turning point, so to speak. Uh, secondly, every time we had a punt return, we had a holding penalty. Not impressed with Coach Butler at all this year on special teams. Um, and again... I, you and I have talked about this. Our, our 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 selection of our roster. Again, we dressed nine defensive linemen with five imports. Poppy White goes down. We have one backup receiver to play. It, it makes no sense, Rick. You've got three or four import receivers. You need to have a backup backup import receiver. And uh, you know, I've been a big fan of Coach Steinhauer's since he's been there, but. This year, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe he's got extra responsibilities being the president, but it, he's been bad this year. I mean, we have not in any game really made any fourth quarter adjustments. And uh, this game, that that call, that that's how you get fired as a professional football coach, in my opinion. You, you kick the football, you pin Montreal deep, and you play defense. You're on the road. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be too hard on him. I know everyone's trying their best, but... That, that that was a terrible, terrible, terrible football call. It's it's third and two. The ball's on the Montreal 50, and the Ticats go for it. Obviously, they fail to get so. What did you think of Coach O's comments after the game? when he was asked about it, and he said, we're playing to win. Well, you know what? I, you're playing to win. Okay, that that's fine. That means you have no, no confidence in your defense and your kicker. 
And the defense was playing great. They were consistent. I mean, uh, I, I have to. I was a little bit upset today with some of your comments by by your 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 members, your your staff members there, getting all all over Keandre Smith. I mean, he's played well all season. He had a tough couple catches out there. You know, the young guys trying to make a first down on 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 a play there, and they're blaming him. This this loss came down to coaching, in my opinion. That was a terrible call. Just just an absolutely terrible call. You know, we were down at the goal line. It was third and two, and he's throwing the football. I I mean, I could go on and on about what I feel about the coaching this year. And, uh, you know, same thing when they talk about when um, Randall got hurt. This is Desmond Lawrence's second year with the team. He played a lot last year. And, you know, he's I'm sure he's gotten a lot of reps with the first team this year. He, he's got to be ready to play. He's a professional, too. But honestly, that call... I mean, you do not do that when you're on the road and, and you're fighting for a playoff berth. You kick the football and you play defense. And again, I don't know, what are they going to do next game? Dress 12 defensive linemen? Like, this absolutely makes no sense. Like, you've got two or three backup import receivers, and then, you know, you got Tim White returning kicks, and he's your second best receiver, maybe your best receiver. Like, I, I, I just, I don't understand it. Like, um, it's very frustrating for an educated fan, I think. Uh, in, in, in I'm, my I'm hearing what you're dishing here, Dave. It. Who is your uh, player of the game? You know, I think Steve Dunbar had a good game. Um, and I think Dane Evans had a good game. To tell you the truth, I, I, I really do. All right, I'll write those two down, and I will bid you a fantastic weekend. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your mobile device to call in. With your thoughts on tonight's game, vote for your player of the game. Is this it? Are the Ticats done? Do you still see them being somehow, some way a playoff team? Mark on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, says this game was there for the taking. So frustrating. Player of the game, Wes Hills. And Stephen writes, fifth quarter, uh, I vote player of the game West Downhills with honorable mention to Dane Evans. His pregame has forever touched my heart, sadly taking down my Ticats decorations and on with Thanksgiving and then Halloween. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Dave from Grimsby has been waiting patiently. Hello, Dave. Hey, Rick. How's it going, buddy? I'm all right. Your thoughts on tonight's Ticats loss? Well, let me tell you this. The Ticats are done. I wasn't fooled by last week's performance. You know, today was the typical 2022 Ty Cats game. Didn't get killed out there, but didn't win. You know, there have been so many close games, games they should have won, like against the Stamps and the Asks earlier in the year, but just didn't. And earlier in the year, they lost to the Owls, 29-28, one point. You know, it's just been that kind of year for the Ty Cats. They should have a better record, but they don't, and now they're done. So let's just, just face it. Wes Hills, he is impressing me. Um, I was shocked after the game when they said 10 rushes, 61 yards. That felt like a 100-yard rushing game tonight for him. He he looked really good, and it just it just proves, you know, I hope there's coaching changes next year, especially if offense coordinator Condell is just, you know, he's got Hills playing so good out there, and he only rushes them 10 times. 61 yards. He could have got so much more. They got a second and two at the goal line. 
and they go for a pass. Hills, what a worst worst case scenario, he gets a yard there and they got a third and one and can get the quarterback to sneak. It just doesn't make sense to me. The the play calling out there. And you know, it's it's been like that all year. The game's been there for the taking, with the the exception of maybe Labor Day and, and, and they haven't done it. They uh, certainly fell short tonight, especially in the second half. The third and two, not punting and going for it at the Montreal 50 towards the end of the third quarter, I thought was a Rick, Rick, bad I decision. About, I have something to say about that, too. They're missing an yeah, elite go ahead. receiver. They're missing an elite receiver. I'm sorry, you think Eugene Lewis would have dropped that ball? You know, it wasn't a perfect throw, but it was there. It went. It touched both of White's hands. He just didn't catch it. You know, they don't have that go-to guy. And that's where I think, you know, the off season. You look at this team compared to last year. They're four and ten. They could have won a lot more, but giving up on a guy like Ackland, why? Why do you give up on a guy like Ackland? He's your possession receiver. They don't have one now, and it proves because Tim White has been great all year and making great plays. But that one catch he needed to make tonight, he didn't make. He also dropped a bomb in the end zone by by Schultz a few games ago. That was a sure touchdown went through his hands. He's not an elite receiver. They don't have that guy. Yeah, I can't argue that. That that you know, Tim White has been uh, good in flashes, and he was good at points this year. But there are costly mistakes, big drops, game in and game out. Maybe not last game, but throughout the season, we've seen a lot of that. Uh, Dave, who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, I was just going to say, I felt bad for Smith. That I thought that that fumble was kind of unfortunate. You know, he got, he hit the guy's leg. You know, what yeah. can you do? Um, but I also agree with the Van Tu's comment that you know. You're you're late in the game. You gotta you gotta double clutch that ball. Make sure you don't fumble it. And he didn't. He 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 was going for extra yards, and it, and, it, and it cost him in the end. But I think uh, Smith's going to be a great receiver for us. I hope they don't uh, take take too much stock in, in what happened tonight because uh, I, I see I see it there that that he's going to be good. And player of the game, Hills. I thought he was awesome tonight. And sorry, Don Jackson, but you know, yeah, I, for now you got to keep going with Hills. Yeah, no doubt about that. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, buddy. Dave's exit leaves room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900. On your mobile device, email from Tom in Guelph. Only 16 points against Montreal and another fourth quarter collapse. Where was the team that racked up 48 against the Bombers? Drop passes and penalties were fatal. Only four games to go in a tough year. I'll keep watching, though. Cheers, Tom, from Guelph. Yes, well, we'll all keep watching and listening and hoping that this Ticats team can get it done. It's not looking good right about now, though. We have Alan, Corey, and Todd waiting on the line. A lot of emails and tweets to get to as well. This is the fifth quarter. Stick around. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. It's where Ticats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Ball's on the Montreal four. It's a second and two. Another handoff to Wes Hills. Couple Alouettes got touches on him. They can't bring him down. It's a touchdown. Wes Hills. Tiger Cats lead. That came early in the second quarter. 7-0 Hamilton. It did not turn out the way Ticats fans were hoping for. The Alouettes rally in the second half for a 23-16 victory over the Tiger Cats. Hamilton stumbles to 4-10. They're four points behind the 6-7 and seven Alouettes. Now on the bye week, next game for the Cats, October the 7th, Friday night at Tim Hortons Field. 
as they host the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which is the latest, biggest game of the season. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone to call in with your thoughts on tonight's game, and we'll take your vote for player of the game as well. We're all over Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at AM 900 CHML at Rick Samprin, or you can email your thoughts on tonight's game and your player of the game pick Rick at 900 CHML.com. Next game. I promise we will be back on CHML's Facebook page. Uh, we have votes right now in for Wes Hills, Dane Evans, and Steve Dunbar Jr. for player of the game. We'll also have our EHR big play of the game later on in the show as well. Email from Randy, who writes, Good evening, Rick. First off, I hope that Rodney Randall is not seriously injured. A helmet to hit or helmet hit to the head. It's always concerning to see this. There were some positive updates. Best wishes for Randall. The Cats came out starting well, scoring and then slipping into the all-too-familiar scoring collapse and offensive mistakes in the second half. I think that Montreal was completely beatable tonight. This is one of those games that the Tiger Cats are feeling it due to extensive injuries. The penalties were numerous and far from exemplary. My observations of the first half, great plays by Tyler Ternowski, Tim White, Wes Hills, and David Ungerer. Dane Evans was super in the first half at 1.15 of 17, then a concerning second-half scoring drought. With this type of play, I don't see how we can think about getting to the playoffs. Very slim chance. The Cats needed this win. I see Keandre Smith's knee down on that fumble late in the fourth. My player of the game, Wes Hills. Effective running. Honorable mention to David Unger. Autumn is the perfect time for football. Just not tonight. Time to get the pumpkins ready. A disheartening loss. Good night, Rick. Randy in Oakville. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone to call in. Alan has been waiting patiently on the line. Hello, Alan, how are you? It's uh, another tough loss, a bitter medicine to swallow, and they were there to be had. You know, it's just a crying shame. You know, a lot of things could have happened. First off, uh, I'm glad that Roddy Randall is alert and uh, he was taken to a Montreal hospital and uh, my thoughts and prayers are with him, of course. And uh, last week they had no turnovers against Winnipeg this year, uh, too. One on downs and one critical at the end was very critical. I don't discourage easily, but I'm, I'm ready to throw in the towel now. It's just, uh, it's a crying shame. You know, it's, uh, this is the deepest they've gone in, uh, on the road. Oh, they're 0 7 on the road. This is the deepest I can't recall ever going any deeper than that and uh they're going to have to run the table they're not in control of their own destiny and they're going to have to run the table so their chances are are very very slim now so so. i agree i agree with you alan they do have to run the table i you know i was looking at the schedules for all the teams and i thought the magic number of wins is eight they have four right now they have four games remaining yeah, they can beat Saskatchewan, and maybe they'll beat Ottawa on the back-to-back. I, I really don't see this team beating Calgary in Calgary. We know how they play in Cowtown. We know how good the Stampeders are. I just don't see the math working. And I, I'm a second-guesser. You know, that's part of being a fan. Third and touchdown to go, I would have gone to it because West Hill had momentum, you know, from the five-yard line. He was marching yes. down the field. I was very impressed, and... And let's say you don't get it, worst comes to worst, and you don't get it, then you leave them in bad field position, and you're only trailing by two, so you could probably hold them. You know, your defense is better than average, I think, anyway. And if you don't make it, uh, you know, then they're going to have to punt, and you're going to have a chance to to uh, kick the, the winning field goal late in the game. So, you know, I'm, I'm a second guess, like anybody else, you may or may not agree with me, but 
that's what I would have done. Thanks for the call, Alan, and your vote for player of the game. A little technical snafu here on the home front. Um, yeah. Going uh, to, I appreciate your call. Thanks, Alan. Have a good one. Okay. We got your vote for player of the game as well, Wes Hills. Uh, Brian on Twitter, I enjoyed the game, but way too many penalties. Why haven't we brought in another returner? Losing field position without a speed guy, please move Dunbar inside. He's got great hands. No pressure on a slow QB player of the game is easy. White. Well, Tim White had an impressive showing in some regard. The one drop on that third and two kind of stung. But uh, statistically, yeah, he was the Ticats' best receiver. Six catches, 105 yards. Did not find the end zone tonight, but Tim White continues to be a weapon for Dane Evans in this Ticats offense. Alberts on Twitter says, if the Ticats don't fire the O and D coordinators immediately after the season to show they are committed to next season, I think a lot of STH might consider not renewing. That would be season ticket holders. Uh, Even with the Grey Cup here, player of the game, Wes Hills. And uh, one more tweet. Alan writes, winless on the road. Needed those two points tonight. Not out of it yet, but need a lot of help. Story of our season. Hashtag the fifth quarter. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Corey has been uh, waiting on the line as well. Corey, good evening. How are you? I'm very frustrated, Rick. How are you? I, I can't blame you. Yeah, so uh, my thoughts on the game. So I thought the Cats came out and they pretty well had a good grasp on the game. Um, and they dominated uh, on offense. Um, and then... Typical of this year, in the second half, the coaches are just not able to make the correct halftime adjustments while the other team, they're making the proper adjustments and they're able to be us in on offense and defense. It it is frustrating. It is so frustrating when, you know, you want to be aggressive and I, I can, you know, I can't blame a coaching staff or some players for making an aggressive play or a play call. But when it doesn't work, boy, oh boy, does it ever sting. Right. Yeah, and, and a couple of other uh, thoughts is that uh, I believe that uh, the Tiger Cats were at the Montreal 25 with 12 seconds to go in the first half. I, I'm not sure if I'm correct on that. But I, if that is the case, I thought Hamilton should have taken at least a shot at the end zone and, and instead of just kicking the field goal with that amount of time left. And the other point, you know what, Corey, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, why not call a timeout? Take your one. There's 12 seconds left. Take, take a shot to the end zone. And if you don't get it, maybe there's two or three or four seconds. You can still kick the field goal. Yeah. And then that's, um, in my mind, it's a very conservative call. Um, and then, well, then coach always, coach, uh, Orlando is saying, Oh, we played a win. So I think he's kind of contradicting himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. That regard. I agree. Who yeah. is your player of the game today, Corey? Uh, it's uh, West Hills. Yeah, good choice. He was a strong, yeah. strong performer tonight. Corey, thanks for the call. Enjoy the weekend. Right, thank you, Vic. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your mobile device. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. Rick at 900CHML.com. Ken on email says, 0-0 in the first, take the lead in the second, not enough grit in the third and the fourth. The Winnipeg win was great motivation 
but I was expecting a lot more tonight. Maybe next year. That one from Ken. Are you throwing in the towel? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Email from Andrew. These are the 2012 Ticats reincarnated. Well, maybe. Maybe. And Paul writes, his subject line is second and goal from the two in the fourth quarter. Give the ball to Hills. If he doesn't score, give it to Hills again on third down. You know, to be honest, that's what I thought they were going to do. And they did not. Jim on Twitter, close but no cigar. Too many drop balls and too many penalties pushing us back. Making the playoffs will be tough now, but more importantly, hopefully Randall is okay. White for player of the game. Let's take one more call before we get to our next break. And that person is Todd, who's been holding on the line. Hello, Todd. How are you? Not too bad. How you doing? I'm okay. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, well, it was an interesting one. I thought we first half I thought we played very well and then we came out in the second half and just the old tie cats came back again um I thought the just before halftime I thought that was a little interesting going for the field goal instead of at least trying to get a shot in the end zone with 12 mm-hmm. seconds left that didn't make much sense and then uh again we went for it on third down at midfield when we should have punted and as soon as that happened what happens? Momentum changes in the game. Same thing back when we played the Argos there a couple weeks ago. Same thing happened. Third down on our own 28. We go for it. What happens? Argos get the ball back. They score. Pretty much game over. I'm finding, I think a lot of the, what's going on is, I think it's coaching. It's got to be like, it's it's definitely coaching. Bad bad calls. I just, I don't understand. I don't know if Steinauer has too much on his plate. I was never a big fan of when a coach runs a whole organization like he is, being president and head coach. That's a lot on your plate. And he's still a young coach. He's only been at it for, was it four years or something like that? So, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's frustrating. But I'm definitely, I think I'm throwing in the towel for this year. I mean, I think uh, even if, even if we did make it to the Great Cup, could you imagine this team winning the Great Cup? Like, how how would you talk about this team? Is this one of the great teams? <laughs> you know, is this one? Well, of the... no. If they make to the Great Cup, that would be the that would be the shocker of maybe CFL history. That, that's that's what I mean. If they make it to the Great Cup, could you imagine them even winning the Great Cup? Like, how would you talk about this team? Like, I, I couldn't even imagine. Like, 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 what do you say about this team? This is the worst team to ever won a Great Cup, maybe. <laughs> but I guess that's a mood point right now. But yeah. uh, Todd, who's your uh, who's your player of the game tonight? Um, I'm going to say Dane Evans. Uh, I've been pretty hard on him all year, and I think the game against Winnipeg, he played great. He came back again tonight, and I thought he played really well tonight. Held on to the ball, kept it out of the defenders' hands, and I think he did what he had to do to get us a win tonight. But unfortunately, it didn't work out for us. Yeah, not enough uh, offense on this night, uh, is for sure. Todd, really appreciate your call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Okay, have a good one. Cheers. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We have a half hour left to play here in the fifth quarter as we talk about the Tiger Cats' 23-16 loss in Montreal tonight. Boy, oh boy, I did not expect this Hamilton team to be 4-10 and and clinging ever so tightly to a playoff position that is 
quickly slipping out of their grasp. Montreal six and seven. Toronto seems to be um, at least the front runner for that first place position. Although, who knows the way Montreal plays on any given day, they they could topple Toronto. But right now, if you're a Ticats fan, you have either thrown in the towel like Todd and some others who have called in, or you are holding on to it and are ready to toss it into the ring to say, no moss, let's live to see another day. That other day will be the offseason if this team does not pile up at least a few more wins. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. Or on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. More of your calls, your tweets, and your emails next year on the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900chml. We're talking Ticat football. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900CHML. They are going to have the ball at the Hamilton 5 once again. Current drive. Six passes, two rushes. This is play action. Trevor Harris going end zone. It is caught. It's a touchdown. It's Eugene Lewis. And the Alouettes are a convert away from tying the football game. Alouettes go on to win 23-16 on this night as they get a huge victory on a number of fronts. Number one, they're four points up on the Tiger Cats. They win the season series two games to one and firmly entrenched in that second place position challenging Toronto for first. Hamilton, well, they need a hope and a prayer. Number one, they have to, in my opinion, win out. They have to at least finish ahead of Montreal in second place to get that uh, playoff spot or somehow beat out the uh, crossover playoff team right now. And uh, right now that is Saskatchewan, who just happens to be four points up on the Ticats as well. It's not going to be easy. Some fans, as we already heard, throwing in the towel here. And I really can't blame them the way this Ticats team has played for the majority of this season. Let's let's throw last week's impressive showing out the window for now. That seems to be an anomaly. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Your thoughts on tonight's game? We're voting for our player of the game tonight. I voted for Wes Hills. A number of others have. He is currently in the lead. Email from Dave, who writes, Hi, Rick. Thanks for taking my email. I see we have the old Ticats back in action tonight. Play half a game, blow the third and fourth quarters. Penalties, penalties, penalties. Very poorly disciplined by the coaches. Coach O needs to get rid of that smile on his face because nice guys finish last. There were so many offsides in this game. I didn't have enough fingers to count them all, but most of them were on the owls. Tommy Condell called a lot of bad plays, and Evans seemed to be non-effective in the second half. Seems to me Condell has forgotten to play a guy named Thomas Erlington. Didn't that happen to Brandon Banks? It's so apparent that the Cats didn't learn anything from last week's victory. Player of the game, Wes Hills. That is Dave in, I love how he writes it, Dave in Stony Creek, the other Dave. (laughs) Don't sell yourself short, the other Dave. You are a Dave, too. Alan on email. It's Alan from St. Catharines. We win last week and I thought we could do it this week, but we lost it once again in the last quarter. 
We do have a lot of injuries right now with Lawrence and Wynn out, and now DB Rodney Randall. Hope he's okay. It's never a good sign when they are bringing out the stretcher. I thought Dane Evans had a pretty good game. His numbers were 22 of 29, 75.9% completion record for 288 yards. I will give him player of the game. He's so relaxed out there now. And it's been a complete turnaround from weeks before. Losing to Montreal and knowing how high Toronto is in the standings, I feel like our season is about done. We have a good foundation on this team, though, and a good group of players we need to bring back into 2023. But it's too bad the fire is slowly burning out for us this year. That's okay. I think Calgary or BC wins the Grey Cup this year. Anything but Caleros getting a three-peat. That would hurt the most, I think. Player of the game, Dane Evans. Another solid performance. That email from Allen in St. Catharines. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on the phone, on your cell phone. And speaking of the phones, let's go back to the phones. Anthony has been holding for the fifth quarter here. Hello, Anthony. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm okay. I apologize. I, I wasn't able to uh, tune into your show, so I don't really know what... Um a lot of people have said. Um, That's okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, well, you know, I think it, you've got two pretty equal teams, and when they're competing, I've said this before, you know, it comes down to two plays, maybe three. I think one of the big plays was that the third and two where he decided to go for it. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge mistake. I, you know, Dane Evans, is he's a flow guy. You know, I think he can be rattled. I think he was tonight. Um, he obviously wasn't last week, um, but I think that third and two, you just don't go for it. And, and another thing is, back in the day, I don't, you know, I don't know how old you are, but back in the day, no one ever punted for field position. Like that's an NFL thing; they don't have a single point. I remember it was always, you know, you tried to punt and catch the corner of the end zone with no return, and that was a single point. You never, ever give up an opportunity for points in the CFL. But that third and two and going for it, that's arrogant. Um, and you know what? That's on you, Orlando. That's on you. Like, you know, you just don't do that in a game where that's tight, where you're competing, and w- with everything that's at stake at this time of the season. You know, um, you're doing it. You can do that when you're out of the playoffs or when you're a Winnipeg and you've already – inch to playoff spot um, by all means knock yourself out but I just thought huge mistake and like I said when tight games even teams competing it comes down a couple plays that was one of them that's all I got to say okay I appreciate well before we let you go who's your player of the game tonight uh does it have to be from the cats I'm not a cat it does not have to be no uh I would say Trevor Harris I think that touchdown pass as soon as it left his hand he's another guy that you know if he's on if he got good Trevor look out um, as soon as it left his hand, I thought this is going to have a good ending, and sure enough, it did. Trevor yeah, had a solid game. Appreciate the call, Anthony. Thanks okay. for joining us. Enjoy the weekend. Take care. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Trevor Harris was uh, 26 of 35 tonight, 74% completion percentage, 244 yards through the air, a couple of TDs, and uh, yeah, he made some big throws, especially those two 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 TDs to Gina Lewis, which uh, gave the Alouettes a 23-16 victory over the Tiger Cats tonight. The third and two, I, uh, and again, for the record, I thought was a bad call. And uh, again, we can second guess many of the calls. And I know that Coach O, during the postgame show, said, quote, we're playing to win. And I get that. Hey, they, they got to win this game. 
But let's look at the scenario again. And I know hindsight's twenty twenty, But at the time, I think most fans are saying, punt the ball. It's third and two. The Ticats are up 13 to 12. Right? Montreal's just scored a touchdown a few plays ago. Third and two at the Montreal 50. So let's just say we get an average kick from Michael Damagala. On punts tonight, he averaged 37 yards. So let's just say he kicked at 40 yards. Right? Montreal's got the ball on their 10-yard line. Late in the third quarter. There's no way they're going 100 yards for TD. In fact, what they did is they got the ball at their 50, and they managed to kick a short field goal. So credit to the Ticats D to say, ho, 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 we're not giving up a touchdown here. Montreal goes up 15-13. If they're on their 10-yard line, I'd almost bet everything I own that they're not going to take the lead in this ballgame. Not the way the Ticats D were playing. When you don't get this, you know, these crucial plays, uh, it's a sinking feeling. It's a sinking feeling thinking, because the players, they know what's going on. They're thinking, man, number one, we should have made that play. Number two, now we're up against it because Montreal has great field position. They're only a point back. Our backs are against the wall. So I didn't like the call. And I wouldn't necessarily say it cost them the game, but it was one factor in it, that is for sure. Hey, it led to points. It led to points. That is certainly a big factor in the game. Mark on Twitter. My post-game haiku. Ticats not enough. Fly down south in November. Number one draft pick. <laughs> I don't know about that. Still Ottawa in the league. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell phone. I like Mark's haikus. Uh, Val on Twitter. Well, let's face it. That's our season. Sad effort for all but one game. I hope we see meaningful changes for next year. I like Coach O, but... And Greg on Twitter says, it's going to be a long winter. Your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. You can call in on your cell phone, star 9900, 905-645-3221. Use the hashtag fifth quarter if you're hopping into the Twitterverse at am900chml, at Rick Zamprin, the handles to use, or send me an email on tonight's game and your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. Joe on Twitter, or on Twitter, on email, says, how the expletive do we keep doing this? Complete and utter insanity. Time wasted to end first and settle for field goal attempt instead of a quick shot to the end zone. Hills and STE were very productive, yet in the second half, we again went away from what was working. I don't mind the third down gamble as much if the play call was right. If, as Coach O claims, they were playing to win, then why are they not going for it on third and goal from the two? Before that, on second down, you go to Hills instead of passing. This team is a mess, to be honest. We lack talent. As a caller stated, we lack clutch wide receivers. Very disappointing season. Soft D, horrible on O in the second. No adjustments. Not sure what to say anymore. Back-to-back good games by Dane. Player of the game, Hills. Pass me a damn drink, says Joe. Joe, if I had one, I'd pass it to you. In fact, I'd crack open a cold one and give it right to you. It sounds like you need it. 
Hey, if you want to drown your sorrows with me vocally, you can certainly call in at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Send me an email, rick at 900chml.com, with your thoughts on tonight's Tiger Cats loss. Vote for your player of the game as well. You can also do that on Twitter, at Rick Zamprin, at am900chml. One more break and some final thoughts here on the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900chml. Welcoming Ticats fans, young and old. You're listening to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Under two minutes to go. Montreal down by one. Second and goal from the Hamilton nine. Trevor Harris wants to pass. Throwing to the end zone. Touchdown, Eugene Lewis. And that was the final TD of the game, and a big one at that that gave the Alouettes a 23-16 win over the Tiger Cats at Percival Molson Stadium. Montreal 6-7, and seven. they're four points up on the third place 4-10 and ten Tiger Cats, and that may just have done it. Montreal wins the season series. They are pretty much a lock for first or second, I would imagine, unless something drastically goes awry. Hamilton, now on the bye week, they have a lot of things to think about as they get set to host the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in a couple of weeks' time. October the 7th will be on the air at 6.30 with a pregame show kickoff at 7.30 from Tim Hortons Field. Of course, the fifth quarter will follow 30 minutes after the game wraps up. Another must-win, and they all are from here on in, as far as I'm concerned. 905 645 3221 star 9900 on your cell phone. Call in with your thoughts on tonight's Tie Cats loss. Vote for your player of the game. You can also do so on email, rick at 900chml.com, and on Twitter at Rick Samprin at am900chml. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Larry on Twitter says too many penalties, poor coaching calls, and bad luck. Other than that, all was fine. <laughs> well, that's all. Bill writes on Twitter, Ticat secondary has been exposed in the second half. Terrible coverage, huge cushions for receivers, poor tackling, really poor. Don't know what Mark Washington is trying to establish defensively. I thought the D played good in the first half. I thought it was very good, in fact. Uh, they only allowed three points, one field goal. Second half, uh, they left too many plays on the field. I'll say that, both offensively and defensively. And really, the special teams, apart from Seth Small tonight, was very ordinary. In fact, not good enough. Too many penalties, number one. Just not good enough. Email from Wayne, who writes, Rick, I am so frustrated after a game we should have won. The most significant factor was the decision to take the field goal late in the game. We had a second and possibly third down to move the ball two yards into the end zone. Why did we pass on second down? with the way our running backs were moving the ball. It was almost a guarantee a one-point lead wouldn't be enough. That blame falls on the coach. Also, it seems every game the linesmen miss blatant offside calls by receivers on the waggle. Tonight, there were at least three times when Montreal receivers were offside with no call. I know that for a fact after replaying those downs and freezing the screen picture when the ball is snapped. Anyway, player of the game for me is Dane Evans with an honorable mention to Wes Hills. That email from Wayne. One more email to get to. This one is from... Actually, we got two. Uh, This one is from John. 
All right, Rick, as all have as all of have said, I'm not sure what they're trying to say here. <laughs> trying to get to the third down call, uh, being nonsensical. Not upset with the loss, as now maybe changes will come. If they won, people would say this team is good. Harris has been with us all year. Why has he not played? Most effective back we have seen in years. John, I think he means Wes Hills. John, appreciate the email. Phil, also on email, writes, Philly Philsky here. Well, you knew that the one-game winning streak had to come to an end sometime. No sarcasm here. This game basically was a snapshot of the Tiger Cats' 2022 campaign to date. Being moronic coaching decisions, fumbling, bumbling players, stupid penalties, a defense that folds up like a cheap suitcase when a big stop is needed, getting severely outscored in the second half, and a lack of a big play player, either on offense or defense. Big changes are needed, writes Phil. I can't stress enough that Coach O must go, and he can take Condell and Washington with him. One more point, if Trevor Harris is a free agent next year, I hope Tiger Cats sign him. Not so much that I think he can lead them to a great cup, but I am so sick of him beating us, whether in a Toronto, Ottawa, Edmonton or Montreal Jersey over and over again. Player of the game, Wes Hills. Pray Randall is okay. That did not look good. Take care. That email from Philly Filsky. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, Rick at 900CHML.com. Or on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. A lot of people with the prey emojis in reference uh, to Rodney Randall, who, if you missed it, was uh, hit in the head by a teammate on a uh, play at the far sideline and uh, had to be stretchered off the field and um, was taken to a Montreal hospital. Now, the good news is that uh, a Ticat official said that Randall Jr., is alert and was moving his limbs, so that is uh, a good sign for sure. We wish him a speedy recovery. Jeff on Twitter, at AM900CHML, says, Let's be real here. Steinauer took over the Austin Jones-built team and went 15-3. and It's been downhill since, and he's dismantled it into what we see today. Time for him and his staff to be shown the door and start fresh for the Grey Cup game next year. Player of the game, Evans, last week was a fluke. I don't know if last week was a fluke, or if it was just that all the stars aligned for the Tiger Cats. Right? Like, Dane Evans had a career game. The Tiger Cats D played well. wasn't spectacular. I mean, Winnipeg still scored 31 points, but they got a couple of key turnovers. Special teams was good. I think the Ticats played a near-perfect game last week, and that's what we saw, why we saw what we saw. Winnipeg was good, just not good enough. That has not happened enough for the Ticats this year, at least not this, the full 60-minute version. Right? There's been too many times where this Ticats team has played a, a pretty good first half and made us all feel good going into halftime and coming out of the third and fourth quarters, making us feel not so good, because the second half was way different than the first. And they were not deserving of those victories. I think we can all be honest with ourselves and say that. Um, tonight, the first half, I thought the Cats, and I even tweeted it out, I think, they were the better team. 
they're up 10-3, the defense is playing good, the offense is motoring along. You know, I would have loved a lot more points, but at the end of the day, they were in control of the game. Second half, Montreal flipped the script, and away they get, away they went. Uh, let's get to some of our fifth quarter awards, if you will, and we're going to start with the EHR 4K-worthy big play of the game. All right, so what is the EHR 4K-worthy big play of the game? Well, it was Trevor Harris to Gino Lewis, a 9-yard TD with a buck 42 left in the game. They gave the Alouettes a 23-16 victory. That, uh, by far, was the, the biggest play of the game as it resulted in the winning points being scored. How about the player of the game brought to you by Culligan Water, voted by you, the fans? tabulating the votes here pretty close between dane evans and wes hills but wes hills gets the nod as the culligan water player of the game 10 carries 61 rushing yards one td his first ever touchdown in the canadian football league a four yard scamper with 11 17 left to play in the first half made it seven nothing tiger cats wes hills your player of the game and the fifth quarter fan of the night This one goes to Joe. Oh, he needed a damn drink. And I'm guessing it was fast that he needed it. <laughs> he may have consumed it right after writing that email. It sounds like he probably did. Uh, Joe gets the fifth quarter fan of the night nod tonight. Just not good enough for the Tiger Cats tonight. They fall to Montreal 23-16. Hamilton 4-10 and on the season. Winless on the road this year with two more opportunities to change that script. They're 0-7 away from Tim Hortons Field. 4-3 and at home. That's all their old next game will be at the Donut Box as they take on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Friday, October the 7th, our pregame show on 900 CHML will begin at 6.30. Kickoff is at 7.30. Which Ticats team is going to show up? That was a question that was asked actually before this game. And it was the one that we saw... And we have seen for the better part of this year was not the one that showed up against the Blue Bombers last week. So they'll take the bye week. They'll regroup. They'll reset. They'll relook at what they have to do better and see if they can achieve that when they take on the Rough Riders in what is an absolute must game. If there's any chance of preventing a crossover team from the West, i.e. the Rough Riders, this is a game the Tiger Cats have to win. Will they? Well, we'll have to wait in a couple of weeks' time. If they don't, it's sayonara, Suzy Q. This, this season's going to be over. they got to win out. Or pretty darn close to doing so. For technical producer Ben Strawn, my name's Rick Samper, and I hope you've enjoyed this fifth quarter. You can subscribe to the podcast and listen to all fifth quarters from uh, months gone by in your favorite podcast platform. Hit that follow button as well so you never miss an episode. Fifth quarter has been brought to you by Eastgate Ford, and you've been listening to 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.